Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Cauldron with hosts Jamie and Charlotte, where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where we brew up a new topic. On this week's episode of the Cosmic Cauldron, we are going to get down and dirty with some spring cleaning. Yeah, so that's right, which is let's grab our brooms and let's get to spring cleaning. So I love spring cleaning. For me, spring cleaning is all about moving stagnant energy and clearing out the winter blues. I like to look at it as sort of hitting the reset button for the coming year and the coming warm seasons. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm i pretty fond of cleaning anyways. I don't know. It might be that Virgo moon for me. <laughs> um, but I love to clear out old energies and kind of welcome in the season. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I spit on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> mm, delicious. <laughs> Spring cleaning. (laughs) Spring cleaning these nostrils over here. Now, some of the ways that I like to spring clean can be cleaning my entire house, or I can even break it down into parts, you know, such as focusing on my altar or right now the room that I record in, because for whatever reason, this place accumulates mess like no other room in my house. And I say that as a mother of four. And this is the only room the kids aren't allowed in. Go figure, right? So are we the ones that are really making the messes and we're just blaming it on them? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We've earned the right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, yeah, depending on where you live, I think the winter season can be cold, dark, really drab times. Um, In February, you know, we get these little hints of sunshine and the birds start singing again. And it just offers up the perfect opportunity at this time of year to clear out that energy and prepare for the spring equinox on March 20th, I believe it is. So we thought this was a perfect time to talk about ways that you can bring some life back into your life by sprucing things up and really embracing this fiery energy that Imbolc brought. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like welcoming back the sun. Now, depending on where you're located, eh, that sun could probably seem a little further off. You know, like we've mentioned before, we are in Florida, so... Uh, but don't let that fool you. I mean, it says it's the sunshine state, but they lie. They lie. It is not. Right now, it is gray. And during the summer, it's also not the sunshine state. It's also the lightning capital. I don't know if if that has been mentioned, but being the lightning capital, uh, with that, it brings, uh, well, approximately every 15 minutes, there is a shower, which is great for me and my gardening, because sometimes I can forget to water my plants. So it works out pretty well for me. But either way, so no matter where you're at, warmer days are coming. It might not seem like it now, but they are. So to welcome this in, we can start by doing some early spring cleaning. And the good thing about this is it doesn't have to be normal spring cleaning. We can do this intentionally and make it a part of our practice. Now, some of the ways that we can make this witchy 
are by being intentional about our selection of what we are using to clean our homes. While I I am not a complete um, naturalist, I, I do use some, some bleach and other products that are probably the, the not the best. I do like to use natural products. And one of my favorites, especially to clean my floors, are vinegar. Now, vinegar is pretty rich in its history. And vinegar is used to sort of rid the house of any unwanted energies. And it's very protective. So it would protect the home, you know, from any intruders or outside sources or any negativity. And it's also used widely for, you know, uncrossing or, you know, cleansing. So it, it has this element of removing hexes as well. Yeah, so vinegar has actually consistently been my favorite way to wash floors. Um, I, you know, here in Florida, most of us have tile, and I have found that nothing feels cleaner than a tile floor washed with vinegar water. It is like about as clean as it could possibly get, and it feels great on bare feet. (laughs) And uh, so while I didn't understand, you know, any of these metaphysical properties, of using vinegar on the floors. I know now why I think it always felt so much cleaner than anything else I could possibly use. Yes, absolutely. I use it on my floors. I also have it in a spray bottle so I can use it on my counters and I even use it on my laundry. So it's really good at, you know, not even just the metaphysical properties, but it's really good at removing odors. And I, actually really love the smell of vinegar so (laughs) it works I do too yeah I love it white vinegar apple cider vinegar any kind of vinegar yes I I really enjoy the smell now another thing that is pretty common to use is pine in your your cleaning mixes now you can think of it think of pine salt for instance now this is a store brand but it sort of uh, it evolved from hoodoo roots. So they would use pine. Pine is also great for, you know, uncrossing and cleansing, much like vinegar is. And, you know, it's it's always been amusing to me that you can go into the store and pick up pine saw and, you know, not be aware of the rich history there. Yeah, I am not aware of any of this history with pine saw. Um, but I do know, and I think we've had this conversation on another episode at some point, that if I were to pick two favorites, it would probably be pine saw and then vinegar. Um, pine saw is one of those that doesn't leave a residue. I hate that. <laughs> yes. um, and it does just feel like physically clean and energetically clean after you use them. So it completely makes sense to me. Yeah. Now it has some other properties as well. I mean, pine is good for prosperity and protection and a few other correspondences, but it's been used widely throughout history and pine it, you know, much like vinegar, it's good to, you know, exercise your house, exercise as an exorcist, not exercise as in the treadmill or elliptical. So if you have any nasty spirits that you are needing to rid yourself of vinegar and pine are great components. 
but they also work just to disinfect and cleanse your home of any energies. So maybe, maybe not as steep as needing an exorcism, but just needing a refresher for your home. So say you want to make your own floor wash, vinegar and pine, because my house is completely surrounded by pine trees. I'm thinking a jar of vinegar with some cut up pine needles, let it sit for a couple of weeks, right? Strain it and use it on the floor. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So do the pine needles need to be fresh or can they be dry like the ones that fall to the ground? You could use either. Um, as long as you are straining it out of the wash, once, you know, it's sat in there and it's kind of extracted. I mean, you could use it fresh, but you're going to be vacuuming too. You know, you're going to have to vacuum on top of everything that you've just done, which is okay. But yeah, you, you could use either. I mean, for me, when I'm using herbs, I'm typically using dry herbs, but you know, you're going to be removing it from the solution itself. So you could use either, either or. Okay. Yeah. Because I know when I make certain tinctures, if it's um, a fresh herb, it has to be like hundred proof or more to, to account for the water, you know, and the possible mold growth. Um, Whereas dried, I think is more typically used um, because you don't run into those issues. And you, I think sometimes don't have to use as much from what I understand either. Yeah, I I tend to use dried herbs, so I don't have to um, add any, you know, any alcohol to the base, but, but you can, you could go either way with this. So another way that I like to cleanse out the energy is by smoking out my house, <laughs> cleansing it in the air, I guess is kind of how I like to look at this. So using smoke or I'll put on music and I'll sing. And just kind of let the the music notes and my voice kind of carry throughout the house to cleanse energetically that way. Certain songs are really good for that. But even like dusting, for me, you know, the dust comes from, well, carpet if you have carpet. But it, a lot of it comes from the air vents as well. You know, if you have central air, central heat. And so for me, uh, dusting is kind of taking care of the air as well. <laughs> I mentioned something about... <laughs> I mentioned, you know, AC vents and all of a sudden you hear a thump above you. What? <laughs> yeah, you heard that too? I was like, the fuck I is did. That? It was pretty loud. <laughs> okay. I'm over here making sure, you know, I, I don't have ghosts. Grab my, my vinegar <laughs> and my pine and I'm going to get to work in here. <laughs> Go wash the attic floor, Charlotte. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is... This space has always been an interesting space for sure. I have noticed that. I have noticed that. So I know one of the things that you, I think, wanted to mention was about opening the windows. So tell me a little bit about that. Yes, yes. Now, this is more for... I mean, you could use it while you're dusting as well, but it's also, you know, when you're doing any type of smoke cleansing... Or, or basically trying to rid the energy out of the house, you don't want to be sweeping it inside the house and keeping it trapped there. You want to be opening the windows. You want to be opening the doors. And you want to be ushering this shit straight out of your house. So, you know, pay attention, you know, to to the exits and the entrances of your house. You, you want to not only cleanse the air and 
I, I liked how you mentioned earlier, you mentioned singing. And I think that's not a, a typical or, or at least not something that people use typically. Um, but bells are used frequently in witchcraft and they're used for the same reason. Sound clears out stagnant energy and it draws forth positive energy. So singing and the the frequency of bells is a great way to use and uh, especially if you aren't fond of smoke cleansing, you know, whether or not you have an allergy or, or you just don't like it, you know, frequency is a great alternative to use. But back to the windows, when you are clearing out these energies, you want to, to open your exits and to move the, the smoke or the sound towards the exits. And sometimes I like to audibly tell something to leave, especially, you know, something, you know, kind of inky has been lurking around my house and I don't want it there. I will audibly tell it, you know, to get out, just go. So. Yeah. And I, I, that's really important to do sometimes. And um, I, I don't do it every time, but I have had some instances, even in the last, you know, couple of months where, um, so my son is very psychic. You know, he sees spirits. He he says that there's a whole family of ghosts that live here with us. You know, that's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also told me about some really creepy things that he sees. And so I have been teaching him about how to assert himself in his space, you know, because it's yeah. important when you can sense things like that, you can hear, you know, feel, see things that you let them know that that's your space and, and they're only allowed when you you say they are, you know, <laughs> you run yeah. the show basically. So, so there have been times where I'm going through um, and I'm just asserting that this is my space, you know, that only things of, of whatever energy I'm, you know, claiming at that time are allowed to stay there and allowed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I give my kids a banishing spray. Now I don't, I don't have the recipe in front of me today, but I will go ahead and link that in to the blog uh, so we don't miss that. It's, but you know, you can also find it on my Instagram if you, if you would like that. But I use it, um, and I use it myself personally. But I give it to the kids too, you know, especially when they're scared and they, they see something or they think they've seen something, and it kind of gives them a, you know, a sense of empowerment. So I, 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 they have also used herb bundles as well to, to clear out the spirits. They, you know, at first they weren't too fond of the idea, but next they were like, mom, mom, can I have, can I have the stick? (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. You know, we had a, a spray that I actually did make with essential oils. And again, this is one of those things where I was doing something without knowing what I was doing, but um, when my oldest daughter was a toddler, we called it the monster spray. <laughs> and so yes. I made up this like spray bottle with, I think it was tea tree and lavender. So no matter what she sprayed it on, it was going to kill anything and make it smell nice. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> kill multiple birds with one stone. So yeah, she'd be up in the middle of the night squirting it under her bed, you know, and, and it was super cute and it did make her feel safe. That's, that's actually a good one to use too. You know, lavenders bringing forth that tranquility and peace and it also smells delicious. And, you know, tea tree oil is, is great for, um, for health and, uh, and banishing as well. So another thing that I've really 
been embracing a lot more lately, but I kind of always have, is clearing out old things. So uh, I think, you know, the term that most people are using nowadays is like minimalizing, you know. Um, You and I both really appreciate a nice minimalized household. So I think this is a great time of year to look at minimalizing. So, you know, in an effort to freshen up the energy and let some light in, you know, declutter, you know, get rid of stacks of paper, stacks of mail, furniture you're not using, clothes you're not using. And whether you're donating them, selling them, or just, you know, putting them on the curb is up to you. But minimalizing and organizing, I think, is is a really good thing to do to freshen up the energy as well. It can really change the whole mood of, you know, of the entire space when you do that. And it's amazing to me every single time how much better I feel when I do it. It's like letting go of dead weight. Yeah. So when you're when you're donating or when you're selling an item that for one, it's great to be, you know, clearing out that old energy or the, these things that you no longer need to be holding on to. But it's also great for the environment. Like when you're donating and selling items that are already used, you know, recycling, it, it's a great way to. It's a great way to give back, you know, um, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yes, yes. And, you know, to kind of, you know, not everything needs to be bought new. So. Yeah. And so another thing that I could recommend is once you've done that, um, is to move some furniture around in your house, you know, rearrange, you know, your living room, your, your eating area, your bedroom, even doing this not only gives you an opportunity to clean under those pieces of furniture. So you're kind of pulling double duty, but it changes the whole feel and energy of the space, which can really lighten things up for you. Um, and some people, you know, some people call it feng shui, you know, you can look up some feng shui and make sure that everything's flowing really nice. Um, but we just did this in the kitchen, uh, my kitchen table, has been in the same place, I think, since last summer. And I was just getting so tired of it. I just needed to change. So we moved everything around in a way that we hadn't even done before. And it looks so amazing. And there's so much more light. I remember like coming home and there was just so much more light in my house just from moving this one piece of furniture. It was so crazy and awesome. And I just love it. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. I mean, you can really open up a space and allow energy to move, you know, through it and it will flow better. It legitimately will flow better and you'll feel a difference. Like it's tangible. Yep. It definitely is. And so this kind of brings me to my next point as well. Sticking with the theme of furniture here is, you know, well, and especially if you have pets or children, or if you're just clumsy yourself, um, Painting furniture can be a really good way to freshen up the energy as well because, you know, like my coffee table, I think, um, got like 10 holes burned in it last week when Gabriel was burning some incense and um, wanted to collect the ash, <laughs> which I, I told him then we have the opportunity to make black salt now. So that's kind of cool. Oh. Um, <laughs> but that coffee table has seen better days and um, I went and picked out a uh, an oops paint from the uh, the store that was discounted. You know, I love going in there and looking for those. And um, so I'm going to freshen it up with some paint, which is going to change the whole look of it. You know, all those little marks and notches that remind me of all the things my children did to my furniture will be gone. <laughs> it's like, it's like erasing all the mistakes, hitting the reset button. Yes, yes. But they'll still be there. You know, that sentimental value. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
No. And that's another thing, you know, just like donating or selling items, it's great for the environment to, to reuse and recycle. So it's, it's amazing when you can kind of revamp something that you already own versus, you know, going out and buying something new. So two more things that um, I think probably get overlooked when it comes to spring cleaning or just, you know, regular cleaning in general um, that are, are really important are cleaning out your freezer. So, you know, over the winter, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I tend to buy a bit more freezer food. I'm not really sure why, um, but I tend to buy more meat and more, you know, veg and sort of things that go in the freezer. I don't know if it's because it's easier. Um, but I always end up with a ton of like expired things or things that have opened and spilled and the bottom of the freezer just gets so gross. Cause I have like one of those drawer type ones. So I recommend doing that as well. That way it's not just the like outside of your fridge that's nice and clean, but you're also clearing out and making space for all the fun things that come with spring, right? You know, summer, like ice cream and popsicles <laughs> um, and yeah. So you got to have room for that. And I didn't, I literally did not. So I had to clear <laughs> it out. Um, so the last thing I wanted to mention that I think um, is, is really thought about when it comes to spring cleaning is cleaning out your supplements and your medicine cabinet. So if you think about the time of year that most people tend to buy a lot of, you know, self-help things like supplements or um vitamins and protein powders, um, medicine cabinet, a lot of things like that are bought in the winter, right? Your medicines, cold medicines, that sort of thing. Yes. So they've, they're probably all about a year old at this point or more, <laughs> depending on how long it's been since you've gone oh, yeah. that cabinet. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I just found some this morning, some like like superfood powders that I've had that were actually three years old. Um, so I am just as guilty. Um, but it's a good time to look at those things and clear out and make space because you know it's probably been at least a year since you've really needed them. Yes, I have. I recently pulled out a throat spray that expired back in 2015. So I had been holding on to some shit for a long time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's really old. And see, you don't want to make the mistake of taking that, you know, when you're up in the middle of the night in a pinch and you're feeling miserable. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, that little spray bottle had become, you know, like a family member. It's been around, you know, longer than some of my children. So... <laughs> sentimental nose spray. <laughs> Hate to see you go. <laughs> it's really hard, really difficult to let that go. Um, but no, it, it landed in the trash. It did. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yes. Yes. But yeah, I mean, this time of year is a great time of year for, for minimizing and letting go. You know, what you want to be doing is clearing out the old and, you know, making way for the new. It's, it's very symbolic with this time of year because, you know, you're kind of trying to let go of those, those hard winter days and you want to welcome in the, the sunshine and the warmth. And a great place to start is your home. Earlier, we reviewed uh, vinegar and pine, but there's also a lot of other things that you can include in either floor washes, you can make sprays like we touched on earlier, and you can make other mixes, you know, for cleaning your counters or, you know, wipe, wiping anything down, really. So let me go over a few of the herbs and items that you could use to make these. 
Now, another common thing that you can use is salt. Now, not only is this good for cleansing, it's good for purification. But another common item, and you can actually use these together, is lemon. Now, now think about the store-bought cleansing items, you know, that you, you have either purchased before or you have seen around. Lemon is a very common component, and it's much like pine in that it's had historical use as well. So lemons are great for for cleansing and bringing forth happiness, but they're also great for hex breaking. You can use lemons in your floor washes. You can use them in your sprays. You can also slice a lemon and place it in corners of your home with salt on it to absorb negative energies. Lemons have a plethora of uses So lemons are one of these items, you know, these kitchen items that are just great to use for so many magical purposes. Now, some of these, you know, include just kitchen magic. You can use these for the correspondences and seasoning of your food. So it's it's a great way to easily combine, you know, magic with the mundane. Now, Lemons themselves have properties of happiness and friendship. So you can use lemon peels in in spell jars and sachets. And you can also use them in, in ritual baths as well. But when it comes to spring cleaning, these are great for removing energies. Like I said earlier, with slicing it and putting salt on it, if you put this in corners of your room it will absorb the negative energy. Now, if the lemon itself dries out, you're good to go. It has absorbed all that energy. But if it molds, you're going to need to redo this. Now, another thing that you can use lemon for is for making sprays and floor washes. These are great for cleaning your home. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, there's a reason that they're found in common cleaners that you can find, you know, at your local supermarket. So when you first mentioned lemons and the fact that they were good for breaking hexes, it reminded me of that meme about crystals when they're like, use crystals for protection and you're just like chunking crystals at people's heads. I imagine just like throwing a lemon at someone's head. Yes. Yes. You know, what a lot of people don't know is lemons make a really good weapon. So yeah, a great projectile, I can imagine, with the right aim. Yeah. They're great for protection, you know, and self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, we touched on lavender and the correspondence for peace and tranquility. But you can also add mint to your, your floor washes or your sprays, and this will bring forth prosperity. And you can use cinnamon for this as well. You know, that has correspondences of prosperity and success. Now, these aren't the only items that you can use for this, but, you know, it's a good starting point. And there are things that I like to include in, you know, either my banishing sprays or, you know, my floor washes or just my regular, you know, kitchen counter sprays. So now another thing I know that we've gone over, you know, floor washes and sprays uh, that kind of gets overlooked is the act of sweeping and vacuuming. Now, not only are these things that you need to do, you know, just to make sure your house isn't, you know, friggin' grody, <laughs> is, is sweeping and vacuuming, but these can hold um, a lot of symbolic space. You know, think about the, the act of sweeping. You are sweeping away either energy or, 
or negative emotions, or you can be sweeping inwards and you can be pulling forth energy. So sometimes you can, you can sprinkle some of these herbs that I've listed earlier, like the mint and the cinnamon, and you can sprinkle it around your doorway. And instead of, you know, shooing it away from your home, you want it to enter your home. So you have to be very intentional about your actions and the directions, you know, for, for prosperity and success, you want to draw that into your home. So be aware of the emotions when you are sweeping. Now, now, whereas, you know, if you're trying to get rid of some, some stank energy, you're going to want to be sweeping that shit right on out. Now, with vacuuming, uh, it it may not have the, you know, the witchy connotations that, you know, brooms kind of hold, you know, historically. You know, when we think about witches, we think about them riding brooms. Unless you were born in the 1980s or 1990s, and then you might remember a great classic movie called Hocus Pocus, in which one of the witches does ride a vacuum. But aside from that... (sighs) vacuums don't hold the same magical space as brooms tend to. However, the act of vacuuming is an act of removing energies as well. So if it is a space that you cannot sweep, you know, like carpets, it's a little more difficult to sweep a carpet than it is to vacuum. You can use your vacuum in place of this and, you know, with this, with the same intentions of sort of removing the energy. And, and something else that I think is probably a little bit overlooked, and I think most people probably don't do this, is especially if you're being intentional about your vacuum, you're going to want to empty that vacuum and clean it up a little when you're done. Don't just yes. stick it back in the closet and store it away for next time because I've done that. And believe me, you can sense it, you can feel it. And then it is a huge pain in the butt when you have a much bigger mess on your hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's storing everything that, you know, you were trying to remove. So you want to empty, you know, that canister or that bag or, you know, however your vacuum works. I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, you want to to remove that energy from your house. So take it, get it into the garbage and away from your home. So earlier in the episode, we mentioned smoke cleansing and how That's sort of a default, I think, for a lot of witches. And there's many different ways you can go about doing that. Um, I think there's a few that people probably tend to gravitate towards that are the more popular methods. But there are many different types of herb bundles that you can use. Um, You can create your own. You can buy them online. It doesn't matter. But they all have specific purposes. Yes, yes. Now, now, if you were a witch or or new ager in the, the 1990s or even the early 2000s, you are aware of terms like smudging and, and the use of white sage. Now, while white sage does remain very popular, this is by far not the only method that you can use for cleansing your home. There are plenty other alternatives that you can use, and I'm going to be going over some of the popular ones and their correspondences. As we have mentioned before on this episode and many episodes before, because I frigging love lavender, this is an herb that makes a delightful 
herb bundle because of the scent it produces and you know it's used for purification and tranquility and that's something you know we can all use from time to time and another one that gets a lot of airplay here as well is rosemary and you know this is an herb that's great for mental clarity and letting go as well as purification Juniper is another alternative, and this herb attracts positivity as well as repelling negative energy. So this makes it a great alternative to use. Now, some of the other ones are bay leaves. You can just simply burn a bay leaf or two. So these are great for manifesting, but they're also great for protection as well. You can also use cedar. This is a great one for releasing negativity and attracting positivity. And another one that you can use is eucalyptus. Now, this is one of my favorite scents. And, you know, it's great for healing and sort of clearing out worries. And, you know, it's just another herb that is great to use to sort of clear out the stagnant air. You know, it works much like burning white sage, but without the cultural appropriation. So <laughs> now another one. Uh, that you can use. And it's one that I grow myself is you're, you're just your average everyday ordinary garden sage. Now this makes a great alternative to white sage. You know, it's in the sage family. It, it's easy to grow yourself and it has all the correspondences of white sage and it's great for cleansing and purification. Now, another one, which is, uh, an herb that I absolutely adore, I don't think I have talked about it too often here, is mugwort. Now, this is a great one for cleansing and blessings, but mugwort has a, a lot of psychic properties and, you know, it's kind of great for astral travel and, you know, kind of getting you into a different headspace. So while I don't use mugwort too often for smoke cleansing, I definitely use it in, in my teas and some of my spell jars, for sure. I love mugwort. So as you can see, there are so many different ways that you can approach spring cleaning or spring cleansing, and it can be really fun. Um, I know sometimes it feels like a chore, and you know, by all means, sometimes I guess it's going to be. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to feel so much fresher, so much cleaner, so much new energy coming in for you. And that's what it's really all about is clearing out the old energy and making room for the new. Yeah. I mean, something to keep in mind is that witchcraft in general is, is heavily reliant on symbolism. So, you know, it's not just the act of doing something, you know, it's the intention behind it. So while, yeah, yeah, spring cleaning can definitely be a chore. I get it. I get it. But, you know, you're doing this to, to welcome in the new season as well as, you know, just kind of declutter your space. When you declutter your space, you're decluttering your mind and you're also, you know, allowing your, your space to flow. And one thing we didn't mention it in this episode in particular, although we have an entire episode on it, is cleansing your altar and your sacred spaces. By and large, these sacred spaces are going to be a part of your home. So, you know, when you're spring cleaning, you know, even if you don't feel like doing the whole friggin' house, yeah, I get it. I understand. I understand that that shit can be overwhelming. But 
you know, at least pay attention to to the areas that you spend the most time in and the areas where that you consider sacred, you know, so if if it is too overwhelming to do the whole damn house, just kind of focus on on those key spaces in your home. You know, you'll know what those are to you. And I know we mentioned before about donating and, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle when it comes to getting rid of things in your house and making space for new. Um, I want to challenge you guys to do something really cool and pick a cause that means something to you and donate to that cause, you know, whether it be the money you make off of things you sell or items that you have, like my neighbor works for a battered women's shelter. So whenever I clear out my closet, I like to donate my clothes to her so she can take them to women who need them. And they're not just going to some thrift store that's going to mark them up (laughs) and and charge way too much. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I personally, I don't like donating to the Goodwill. I mean, I have, and it, you know, it's not entirely a lost cause there, but sometimes the markups are a little outrageous. Now it, it's a little further out of my way, but I like to go to the animal shelters and I, I am a blanket and towel collector. You know, you've seen my living room. (laughs) (laughs) I have. (laughs) And, you know, every so often after, you know, washing these blankets like 30, 40, 50 times, they're, they're not, they're not as soft and they're, you know, they're no longer for me, but you know who they're for? They're great for dogs and lining those cold kennels. So that's right. Yeah, so that- rather than throwing them out or just donating them, give them to a good cause. Yeah. You know, and that good cause uh, will vary, but whatever is important to you. Yeah. That's a great suggestion. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of The Cosmic Cauldron and be sure to join us every Wednesday as we drop a new episode and jump over to our Instagram. If you haven't found us there yet, Cosmic Cauldron Podcast, drop us a DM or some comments. We'd love to say hi. Yes, absolutely. Until next time, blessed be. Peace out. Peace out.